What's up, y'all? Tonight, we got meteorites falling straight out of the sky and through people's bodies. We got radio waves being transferred in trucks, and it looks like the whole team is actually in therapy. Round of applause for them. This is the 911 After Show. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. I started dancing before the beat dropped. <laughs> Preparation. What's up? Hey guys. How y'all doing? <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the 911 After Show here at After Buzz TV. This is season three, episode nine, Fall Out. And we had a lot of crazy things falling out. Hen and Karen, they are <laughs> many things back together. We got a little crazy action with Maddie and Tara going on. And Bobby. You know, we always in prayer for Bobby. But right now we're a little concerned because he is Captain Saver, you know what. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, so we're going to talk about all of that. And we have our special segment, The Crazy 911 Calls. If this is your first time here, that's just when we just give you a real life 911 call that is just like, wow, how did we get here? But before we get into all of that, I'm your host, Portia Carter, and joining me is the wonderful, infamous Courtney Allen. Hello. We're back. <laughs> yes, we are back. Let's just hop right into it, okay? So, we ended um, a week and a half ago with Hen hitting a girl in the fire truck, and then the girl just so happened to die. Now, this episode currently in the fallout, she is having a really hard time believing that it is not her fault and that it was just an accident. How did you feel about all that transpired with her? It was very expected, obviously. I feel like all everybody in the troop or station takes things hard, especially when it comes to, like, affecting other people. But for Hen, it's just like she's going through so much already, like with Karen and the baby. And I don't know. I just already know that was devastating. And the way she responded from the scene from the last episode, I would already knew it was going to be a struggle for that her. That was a fallout. Okay. Yeah, that was bad. That was probably the worst I've ever seen her. So, you know, I'm just praying for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hen. That's my girl. I know. That's my girl. I was a little worried, though, this episode. Because she didn't even want to, um, I guess, she didn't want to remember what happened. Mm -hmm. It's like, all she wants to remember is that I hit this girl, and now she's dead. It's like, that's what keeps playing in her head. And I feel like that is really, you know, messing up her mental state. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't even remember pressing the siren button. And we all saw she did Mm -hmm. it. So it's like, how don't you remember that? But... Like she tells um, Karen, she just wants to be able to trust herself again. Yeah, mm, that, and that was that was like. And then heavy. lo and behold, while they go on their you know mental rest break vacation, they see the first person who him saved their mm-hmm. life, and it's just like, what are the odds? Yeah. You know, what is this? What did you What did you was thinking about that? Because I was a lady. Like, wasn't she trying to like figure out what she wanted to do with her life, and then? She, like, had a heart attack or something? I can't remember. Do you remember? I don't remember what happened to this lady. Okay. I, something like that. And she saved her life in the room then. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, should I be a paramedic? But I thought it was beautiful and so symbolic that she saw her on the retreat. 
And I think that she tried to deny, she kind of tried to deny that it was like a sign for her. Because mm-hmm. she was still in that mode of like beating herself up. Because when we, I don't know, if, I mean, I've never killed anybody, but I can imagine you try to think about whether it's my fault or not. You think of all the things you could have done. Like, well, maybe if I didn't drive that day, like, she would still be alive. Like, you know what I'm saying? You come up with all these different reasons as to why it could be your fault. So yeah, I never killed anybody either. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, I've had a dog I, before. So really, yeah, a dog. Yeah, girl, it's a long story. It, it was Did traumatic. It, die? it died. <gasps> it was my boyfriend's dog too. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all still together? I mean, this was a while ago. We eventually broke up. He didn't break up with me then. Uh huh. Yeah. You killed. I wasn't his dog. expecting to really share that, but <laughs> wow. I know. Yeah, it was crazy. You killed a thing. Okay, that's why I was gonna be like, well, I've killed something, but I didn't, like I haven't killed a person, but it was still pretty sad. Outside of ants and bugs, that's I'm what just I'm saying. I just see living creatures, and they still living. It's heavy. Wow, you anyway. killed a dog. Okay, Stop. I'm sorry, y'all. I love see, dogs. I just feel like that's one of my biggest secrets. <laughs> I just revealed it. So. <laughs> I don't know how many people know now. <laughs> That's tough. Uh, I think a lot of people know now. Uh, she out here. Watch your dog, okay? Hide your kids, hide Shut your wife, up. hide your dog from cordiality oh because, my gosh. you know, okay, it's them fine. tires will roll. I'm oh, just wait, Let me stop. <laughs> I've taken a lot of slack over this for years, so it's cool. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, yes, yeah, so Hen, you know, she sees this lady, and I believe it was a turnaround thought for her. I mm-hmm. believe in that moment, after the woman explaining how grateful she is for a second chance at life, I think it did two things. I think it made him, because he started crying at the table when it happened, I think it mm-hmm. made her um, realize that she actually saved somebody's life. And now they're grateful for all these second chances and being able to see their grandchildren and seeing their daughter get married and all these different things. But then on the other hand, it's just like the girl that she hit didn't get a second chance. So I believe she had like a mixture of emotions. But what helped was, I believe, Karen actually taking care of her, actually being on her team. Because we've seen it in the season prior. The reason why Hen was going through so much was because Karen was out here acting like all hell done broke loose and ain't no comeback. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lo and behold, there is a comeback. And then they have this ending scene when they go home and they, you know, kind of mend their situations. Yeah. Yeah. I love him so much. I and I'm glad so. that her and Karen, like, they're so supportive of each other. And I'm glad that they were on, like, when Karen was at her low, Hen was okay. And then Hen hit her low and Karen, like, had already picked herself back up from the baby situation. She had to get up fast, okay? Yeah. And then with even with them sitting down at the table with um, the woman, that's what made Karen kind of like, even though she was being strong for him, that's what kind of made her appreciate their life that they had Mm -hmm. together. It made her be grateful because she literally was like, you know what? I am grateful that I still have you and Denny. And then Hannah's just like, well, you know what? I thought we didn't matter to you. And she thought that she wasn't enough because she couldn't have, Mm -hmm. well, not that she can't have kids, but because the baby situation was really tough for her. I think that it's going to work out for them. Yeah. I I want it to really bad. I'm happy about it. I'm happy about them actually coming together because when uh, he ain't going through at home, it really showed on the job, okay? (laughs) 
<laughs> it really shows on the yeah. job. But at the end, we oh see him God, come back to work. <laughs> she said, I'll drive. <laughs> that was steep. I know. When she decided to drive, I'm like, oh, that's real healing. That's what I'm because saying. Because all throughout the episode, people were trying to get her to talk about it. People were trying to get her to try to see their side of it. She was not going. And she didn't trust herself with driving or nothing. And I remember a point where Chim was like, you know what? You need to go and do whatever healing of yourself you got to do because I need you. Mm -hmm. And people need you. And this was actually a moment of stepping up and showing Chim, like, I know you need me. Here I am. I got you. Yeah. It was beautiful. I'm back, baby. Yeah. Speaking of got you, After Buzz got you. Okay, why don't you tell them how we got their back? <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our after show every week and all the other after shows that you watch. But we would really appreciate your continued support. So if you're watching, give us a like, a comment, subscribe, and then if you're listening on iTunes, give us five stars. We couldn't do this without you, and we really, really so much appreciate you every week. For sitting with us yes. and enjoying this moment. You are amazing. Thank you for helping us become the ESPN of TV Talk. We love you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so next on the chopping block, we got Maddie. So God. now, granted, um, everybody is in therapy. So we just saw him talking to Frank. I don't know who Frank is. We don't know who Frank is, but... Frank is obviously somebody who's grateful for life and know how to coach other people to be grateful for life because he coaching them with one leg. Mm-hmm. Like, he only got one leg, he in his wheelchair, and he they he allowing them to tell them all them problems, okay? So, Hen is in therapy, Maddie's in therapy, uh, and Eddie. Did Buck go? No. He I, went before, right? He went before, yeah. but he was having sex with whoever that was. It was a woman <laughs> uh, therapist. Here we are. <laughs> so, let's talk about Maddie's experience. So, at the beginning, we see Maddie opening up in therapy only to a certain extent and not really, I guess, understanding her viewpoint on what happened with the ending of um, Doug and her. And she kinds of feel really, really bad about him being dead mm-hmm. for some odd reason. Because I mean, <laughs> I would be happy. I understand the, <laughs> I understand the confliction because it's like you still took a life, and then she still had like that relationship before he started putting his hands on her. Like, I feel like it's just a very weird, toxic dynamic. But even if you like. Like, even if somebody's coming to attack you, like, you would feel bad about killing them. So, like, she was married really? to him. I mean, you don't think so? You don't think you would be, that would be traumatic for you? Well, like I said, I ain't never killed nobody. But if somebody coming from my neck, let <laughs> me tell like, well, you. Let me speak from experience. <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, okay? I just feel like, but someone you love, though. Someone you, and she was like, I loved him once. I get it. You know? You ha- you had to say that part, okay? Yeah. Somebody you love, because it can't just be nobody random. If it's somebody random trying to kill me and I'll take you out first, here we are. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm... But um, if if we love each other, yeah, that is another ball in the park. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this road has been so long for Maddie. Like, because she's still trying so hard to figure out the whole Doug situation. You know? She is. And then in this trying to figure it out, she becomes, you know, another Captain Sava. Heffa. So, 
we could just gonna call this girl a half a cause <laughs> I don't know what's going on the girl done got a restraining order against Maddie she, the, Maddie not supposed to be nowhere near the girl Maddie's in therapy because of her she had to go to counseling because of her and so it's just a lot going on and the girl was actually getting beat by her husband which Maddie thought it was true and so Maddie dodges the karaoke date with the guys at work to go to the girl's house, even though she was supposed to be with Buck. She goes to the girl's house because Tara calls her and like, hey, I need you to come. Mm-hmm. What did you think she was about to go into? I didn't think she was going to go into him being their shot. Yeah, I thought that he would just beat her up and she like needed support like and she was gonna like go with her to the police station or something i did not think that she was gonna I be on the too. ground like which i'm this was because i was surprised with that and i like that i was surprised yeah and i just was not in it but i don't know she seemed kind of like she was like she was i don't know pretty frantic i was surprised that she was even responding like that because she was so not ready and then it's like she turned into a different person but that must have been the worst beating she got <laughs> what? Not the worst beating she got. What? I mean, I'm no, just saying. The thing is, it wasn't the worst. It, it probably. It might have been the it worst. It might have been the worst beating she got. However, it was the first time she ever fought back with mm, taking the yeah. gun and shooting homeboy. Mm-hmm. Because even with Maddie having her thing, like if, she, if the situation would have happened where Doug survived. I think she would have probably not been in the kind of state that she is in now. She would have known that she's free from him, Mm -hmm. however, he's still living. But she's free from this man, and he did. You know? Yeah. But Maddie, I guess, was trying to save... Because even in the moment when she was talking to Tara, like, you know, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. You're going to always tell yourself that, you know, it was self-defense, but you ain't going to never believe it Mm -hmm. for yourself. And all this other stuff she just throwing out at the same time saving this girl's husband Mm -hmm. who just beat her half death. Like, I don't know how I would have felt about that. And I don't know if I would have been Maddie helping dude. I probably wouldn't let him die. (laughs) I mean, that would have technically been murder. Like, straight up. <laughs> I mean... But I thought the whole point, like, of her shooting him was, like, not really to kill him. I thought it was just to, like, put him in his place. She thought know? he was dead. Remember when she when Maddie yeah, walked yeah, in, yeah. she was like, I thought he was dead, but he's, he's alive. Yeah. And so they go in, and I just feel like she thought he was dead. He just happened to be alive, and now she don't know what to do. I think she would have been a lot more sane had he been dead. Mm-hmm. But since he was alive and struggling, yeah. it's just like, what do I do yeah, next? Yeah, yeah, I see. I she see didn't that. have no, like, next step forward. And so Maddie's next step forward was, you know, cut a hole in, dude. Create a new airway. Save the man. Here we are. I thought it was weird, though. Let me know what you think. When she was like, well, I kind of want him to die. And Maddie was like, no. And then she, like, ran out after him so dramatic and was trying to hold his hand. I'm like, you literally just wanted him to die five seconds ago. Did you not think that was weird? It was weird, but she probably came to her senses eventually. Uh-uh. I don't you know? like that. No, I mean, yeah, but I don't like it. I was like, you're weird. You literally just really let him die just now. Definitely don't like it, but she, you know, had to push through. Okay, so what about the hospital then? Yeah, now that right there. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> when he's... When they came with the report talking about this man said that he shot himself. How? <laughs> How? Clearly they weren't going to get much deeper than that. So you know mean to tell me you took the gun and you really pointed it at yeah. your chest and, just, and shot and nothing else happened? 
And she had a black eye. So it's like, they could have put two and two together, but I guess that's not the plot, so it's fine. Well, <laughs> when it comes to, like, police reports and hospital visits and stuff, they got to... The people in charge who's going to actually do something about it have to stick with the story that the person gave them. If the statement says, I shot myself, ain't nobody do this to me, then they got to run with it. Really? No matter it's what not they even, see. like, any type of, like... Investigation? Yeah. Yeah, obviously it wasn't on this part. Yeah, the man not said he, the man said he shot himself. They see the girl all beat up, mm-hmm. so she's just like, you know, maybe she got she shot mm-hmm. herself too, or maybe she pistol whipped herself. Yeah, like here we are. But I don't know. But Maddie but, saw herself in that moment. Yeah, she was going like, back to do. She was like, I, we can't do anything because I know where she's at. So gotta let her be. Don't save her because she don't want to. Which be I was safe. proud of her for yeah. doing that. You know, you know what? You on. can't save nobody who don't want to be saved. <clears throat> but that's hard to accept. And that's actual, factual. Mm-hmm. Okay? Nobody, if they don't want to be saved, let them go. Because it ain't nothing you're going to be able to do to pull them up out of that. Mm-hmm. Whatever they in. Okay? They going to be in it. That's why I said, as soon as she was like, you know what? I'm going to just go back to him. We're going to work it out. He's going to change. He promised me. I said, this girl gonna die. <laughs> we were both like, there's only a matter of time before this She is gonna die, and you know what? She need to die today. <laughs> it's like, cause she asking for it. She's asking for death. She's literally asking, okay, you know, he say he love me, but he ain't show nothing else but abusing me to have to death, so just go ahead and kill me. Yeah. Like, girl, How it's just gonna get her worse. going back to do? It's gonna get worse. Once he... He is gonna hit her the second he's able to swing that arm again. Like, I don't know like how you she, shot me. I don't know how she doesn't. Yeah. Now you so about now to he's take like, this oh, beating. I'm about to, I'm about to be super fake with you now and just get you exactly where I want. Because I know he's not. Everything's not all cool. I'm sad for the girl. Me too. I'm sad for the girl. Whatever. Here we, we are. Can't help her. It's sad. She's but... gonna be sad though when like Maddie's dealing with the fallout of her death. Yeah, you know, Maddie gonna be in therapy. Yeah, that's all what I was year. saying. She's gonna have she's more gonna be stuff in on her plate all year, blaming herself for that. She's like, she's gonna be like, oh, it could have, that could have been me. She's gonna go down like another spiral. But I guess we'll just wait and see. I guess we'll just wait and see. Speaking of waiting and seeing, May is on her way to waiting and seeing if she's going to get in college. But before she get in college, she got. A submission essay, <laughs> and she titles it Living with the Enemy. And she's talking about Athena because Athena is a cop. How do you feel about it? You know what? When the tsunami happened, I was like, May finally has some content to put in her essay. It'll be really, really beautiful. I did not think Athena was going to be a part of that essay at all. I actually feel kind of I bad mean, for her. I mean, Athena was in the uh, tsunami with her, so that could have been possible, too. I know, but I just didn't know it was going to be about, like, the cop thing. Like, at all. I didn't think... I didn't... Well, I can't say I didn't think because I wasn't expecting this essay deal. Like, I wasn't expecting oh, to even talk about over. it. Bring it up. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't know how that was going to happen. However, I'm with May. <laughs> You already know how I feel about it. Look, I live with the popo, and the popo out here killing people. Okay, 
They killing unarmed black men around here. She's they like, pulling them over. <laughs> they doing unlawful traffic stops. They shooting <laughs> black people through their windows while they playing games with their nephews. They just killing them. Athena got canceled the second she stood up for those cops. And May's like, mm, canceled. Nope. <laughs> okay. She like live with the enemy, okay? And then she called her a police officer. And Athena decides that she going to check May. She said, uh-uh. <laughs> Ain't no officer. I'm a sergeant. I worked for that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way she ma- she said that, though. I like the way she came at her. Because technically, her getting on getting on May about the essay wouldn't have changed anything. She would have been like, well, this is how I feel, so you either accept it or you don't. So, Yeah, and I think that's what I love about Athena because, oh, she's so wise. She's amazing. But she literally did say that, you know, as mother and daughter, we're going to have things that we both don't agree with with each other. However, you know, once you get a little older, I hope that you just appreciate some of the things I've done. Like, she doesn't know everything that Athena does on a day-to-day basis. She don't know how Athena is always the first person at the scene out of all of the first responders. She don't know that Athena makes sure that whenever it's something going wrong, she's always thinking head like headstrong, mm-hmm. thinking the best thought first and then worrying about the rest later. She got all her ducks in a row all the time. She's pulling people together. She's fixing them. Like, she's like macho man. Mm-hmm. Like, out on the streets doing her job she got it on lock and being a sergeant on the force like on the team she got that on lock too because she put them in place putting them in check when they out of line Mm -hmm. she ain't just let that slide with um they did that to her ex-husband and her children she should have did more you know what i'm saying but she ain't let it slide though but may doesn't see that point and so Athena, you know, had a point when she was just like, you know what? When you get older, maybe you appreciate some of the things I've done. And I I get it where May's coming from. I have a mom who's a cop, and right now... Oh, really? What? I didn't know your mom was a cop. I don't have a mom who's a cop. I'm talking, like, for May. Oh, I thought you were saying... No. I have a mom who's a cop. I was like, oh, dang. Oh, no, of course not. Relatable. Okay, ignore me. No. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are we just now revealing this? <laughs> no, I don't have no family members. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, continue. Who are cops? I did. My cousin um, was a cop for uh, like two and a half years, but she just left um, her team this year. But anyway, so yeah, so for May, I feel like with her mom being a cop, for her, it's like she. Is upset because her mama chose that job at a time where they are the enemy. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's, you know, living with the enemy. And because cops are the enemy, it's hard for her to see past that when looking at her mom and her mom's job. And she wished her mom made better choices. Mm-hmm. And I get it, especially after what happened to them. Yeah. That was crazy. Crazy. That was crazy. Wild. But yeah, speaking of crazy, a lot of crazy stuff went down in these rescues. First, let's just go ahead and talk about how the show opened up. <laughs> Baby girl get a little um, package, and this old lady let her know that it's there. I'm talking about this old lady, her neighbor. <laughs> Next thing we know, when she put the weight blanket on her, a whole meteorite falls from the sky through her roof and through her whole belly. To the to the to, ground to <laughs> through the floor through the floor 
to the foundation of the home. Like you look down in the hole and you see it glistening and shining and erupting, whatever mm-hmm. it was doing down there. But it went through her whole body, leaving a hole in her body. How is that possible that she's alive? They were saying that weighted blanket, like cushion the blow a little bit. Right? People swear by those too, those weighted blankets. Like people really? say they're It like, really keep you warm like you cuddling? It's like it's heavy it's so heavy too and it's warm. It's like it keeps you like people say it's like a it's like it makes you feel comforted and like loved. It's almost like another person laying on top of you. That's what people say. Really? I guess it says So nice it feels too. like a cuddle? Yeah, that's what people say. I need to give me one of them because I get yeah. I get a little lonely, especially oh, when it gets cold outside. So now, <laughs> okay, let me not get into my lonely rights, but I get a little lonely. Yeah, so I need a blanket, yeah, the weighted blanket. And she she was controlling she hers got it by from temperature. Amazon. Did you see that? Oh, and it can get warm. Yeah, she was like, I think that's what that was. I was pretty sure. Because mm. I was literally sitting there thinking, like, I need to get one of these. Because I, I think Chrissy Teigen was saying she had one or something. Oh, I'm on that. <laughs> so, if I got something to keep me warm at night to hold me in his fake arms, let's do it, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> Anybody want to cuddle, cuddle uh, her for the winter? I don't okay, know. Uh, Leave a comment. On. So, baby girl made it. She doing Instagram live getting all the views because she's talking about her meteorite experience. And she was just like, I had a hole in my spirit or her emotions she had a hole and then she had a hole physically and that hole was the best thing that happened to her because it made her a hole so kudos to her good for her she had a major life change after that next on the list we get another fallout and it is these truck drivers having radio waves in their car it was cobalt 16 yeah and magnesium like first of all i don't know what kind of explosive this stuff is Let's just throw that out there. I didn't know what they was calling out. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened so fast that I didn't look it up in time. But what I do know is the fire was white. Since when are we seeing white mm-hmm. fire? That was scary. But as soon as he went in the back of that truck and was like, uh-uh, no way. I was like, no, it's going to blow and someone's going to like. Because what they call, what is it, Chernobyl? I never say it right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. That a nuclear explosion that happened. Is it in, I don't even remember where it is. This is Jonathan in the booth. Uh, are you thinking of Chernobyl? <laughs> yes, Chernobyl. That's yeah. Okay, I can never say it right. Thank you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it was best, like radioactive, and then a bunch of people got sick over time and died. It was crazy. Anyway, that's what they were referencing when it when it exploded. They were like, "It's well, gonna be like that in here," but everybody was okay, so it's great. I didn't I, think Ernest was gonna make it though. He shouldn't have. Yeah. Because he saw it and he still kept driving with it. Yeah. That should have been the first thing he did was call somebody yeah. like, hey, we need to get this up out the truck. But he wasn't trying to on? lose his job. Right. He wasn't trying to lose you know? his job, but his job put him in jeopardy. He should have just been extra careful, you would think. But you homeboy know? wasn't looking at the road. Mm-hmm. He was being reckless, trying to teach him lessons reckless. and stuff. Trying to teach the boy lessons and then dang near killed him. Yeah. I don't want to learn another lesson from you. <laughs> he was like the kid. And you're like, he's fine. If the Luckily. lesson you teach me is going to put me on my near death bed, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Don't teach me nothing else. <laughs> Class dismissed. <laughs> I was worried about Bobby. Yeah. We're all worried about Bobby. Yeah. So Bobby has a thing where... 
he um, had on his protective fire suit. However, these things have timers on them for when you can be in something, I guess. When you can be in the midst of smoke, fire, anything of that nature. And his timer went out. And even though his timer went out, he was still in the vicinity, in the line of the smoke that was coming out because he wanted to save this man. He had to save the man. And so when he came out, they quarantined him, washed him all off. They did the most. Then they took him to the hospital. And lo and behold, they found cobalt in his urine. Mm -hmm. And now everybody's worried about him. Which I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine too, but... You know, they always got to hit us with a scare. Yeah, just in case. Keep yeah. you on your toes. And next week is the uh, fall finale. And I believe that they're going to say that he has cancer just for the fun of it. Mm. Look at me jumping to predictions. I'm sorry. No, you're probably right. Yeah, because... Portia was another great prediction. Because <laughs> even, even May, you know, did her research on it. And when he came home, she was just like, are you okay? Yeah. What's going on? Like, you know. We already know. Everybody, you know, got a little fear of what's going on in his body right now because he inhaled a lot of that smoke and he stayed a little longer than he should have. But he's a hero. We couldn't leave him. Bobby is a true hero. That went crazy. Just like Athena. They belong together. Buck is like, Cap, no. Buck is so dramatic sometimes. I literally can't stand it. So dramatic. (laughs) I'm like, go, boy. Like, go. Speaking of um, dramatic, he definitely had a moment when he um, basically uh, apologized over and over again to Eddie when Eddie didn't want the apology. But I'm glad they had that talk. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they had the conversation that, you know, I was so caught up in my butt and I wanted to do this lawsuit that I didn't see that my real friend was hurting And it wasn't like he ignored the hurt. He just didn't see it because he had his own mess going on. And so here we are. But um, their kumbaya moment was very touching. And then they ended it with playing the the video game with Christopher. I thought that was really cute. Yeah, it's like he has two dads. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I, I feel like everybody... Out of everybody, Eddie needs to be in therapy because he's definitely like... <laughs> he's killing people with his bare paws. You know what? He just needs to open up a little bit more. Yeah. You know? I'm like, we we need more. Because he definitely wasn't messing with Frank. Yeah, he was like barely accepting Buck's apology, I feel like. He had to beg for him to like... You know what I'm saying? He's basically like, you're way well, too... Well, you know, he, he let it out. He said he got a lot of emotions. He don't want his sons to be like him. So yeah. he's struggling a little bit. He'll get there. He's there. I thought he had too much pride to even go in the first place, so. Yeah, he'll get there. Speaking of getting there, we have gotten to our special segment of the night. Our crazy 911 call. So, if you're watching or listening for the first time, this crazy 911 call is where we bring you a moment that has happened in real time, real life, like maybe here in the United States type of crazy 911 call. So... Why don't you just take it yes. over? This one didn't happen in the United States. It actually happened in Toronto. So, a woman had to catch the train at Union Station, and she decided... They got a Union Station in Toronto? I guess. That's what it said. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I think that's maybe just be like a common name, though. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, anyway, that's okay. Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> okay, maybe. Uh, so, uh, she had a taxi, and she realized at some point that she wasn't going to get there on time. So she called 911 asking for a police escort 
to Union Station. And they were like, we don't do that, ma'am. So apparently they made an example out of her. And it said that they actually, on their Twitter, they were like, as a part of our educational campaign for people to stop calling 911 for stupid reasons, this call was real. And they put the recording online and were like, don't do this. Oh, yeah. Like they made an example out of her and now she's part of a whole campaign. They made a mockery out of her. Yes. I'm like, why is that? Like, why is that a thing? I don't understand. Are that many people crazy? You know, they probably tired of the calls. And she was like, well, I just wanted to see if, like, you guys had services for that. Have you ever heard of a service like that before? You call 911. First of all, they say 911 wants your emergency. You call 911 to get you across town with their sirens, weeding, weeding you in and out of traffic to try to get you somewhere on time. That's, yeah, that's arrogant. I know. That's what I'm saying. How self-absorbed are you? And then apparently she apologized, but it's like, it's too late. You've already wasted our time. So, Well, here you go. Don't waste our time all (laughs) 2019, okay? 2020. It's still 2019 in this world. Oh, you're saying this year. I mean, next year. No, don't do it. Do not waste my time today. (laughs) Okay? 2019. That's what we still in. Do not waste my time today. Because I need that. So, yeah, um, speaking of time, why don't you let them know your predictions for next mm. week's finale? And now, okay. Mm. So, I think that Tara, I think she's going to die this next episode. <laughs> Facts. That's I'm sorry. I, I did not mean to laugh. Because it, it, it will be, like, sad, but it's not going to be a loss that we'll mourn over, you know? <laughs> well, we can live without her. Yeah. I think that's it. I mean, I'm not going to... You already said the Bobby thing, and I'm like, every time you say a prediction, you know I'm always like, that's a good prediction. That's well, probably going Yeah, that's my prediction, that they're, they're going to say Bobby has cancer, and then we're going to come back in the spring season, and they're going to be like, he ain't got no cancer. It's... You know what? They be doing stuff. But I only just threw that out there because at the end when it was closing out and Hen was saying her monologue, um, Athena pulled up her computer and was looking up information about people being infected by Mm -hmm. radio waves and cobalt smoke and all of that. So she was really concerned. Yeah. Really concerned. She said, don't make me a widow. Because she was already oh, one baby. before. I know. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't take it again. Yeah. Oh, that would be so sad. Anyway, it's not going to happen. So. That would be sad. So we just hope it don't happen. But, guys, we're going to be right here next week for the fall finale. Yay. And, you know, we're going to love it so much because it is the Christmas episode. Every Christmas episode on 911 is absolutely amazing. They be doing their thing. So when we saw the previews, it was a little cray-cray. <laughs> Hopefully it ain't that crazy. But until next week, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You guys can find me on social media at Courtney Ray Allen. And you can find me on all things social media at Portia Carter. See you next week. Peace. Thanks for watching. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later.
<laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.